is Prisoners of the Moment, bringing you the hottest takes on Mississippi State sports. Real fans, real reactions, real joy, and real disappointment with Lounge Dog. Y'all are depressing. Y'all are negative-ass fans. Jesse Young. I don't need any more toxicity in my life with people who think Ron Polk is not the best coach in Mississippi State history. And your host, Josh Watson. Uh, I'm going to quote the great Jackie Wayne Gerald on this one and just say, piss on them. This is Prisoners of the Moment. All right, everybody. We are back on our bullshit again. It's time for Prisoners of the Moment. I'm Josh Watson. I'm joined, as always, by Lounge Dog and Jesse Young. And uh, glad y'all listening to us. Thanks. Uh, special shout out to everybody that joined into the uh, post game Twitter space the other night and got to hear what we really think live and unfiltered. And also, also my apologies. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, copious amounts of alcohol consumed, and uh, I think all of our blood pressure was running just a just a shade high after that after that game. So, uh, not me, not lounge. You were cool as a cucumber, man. As usual, I'm starting to think lounge just lives in like this fantasy world that things bad things don't happen inside his mind, so bad things just don't ever happen. You're you're just eating, now starting. I was eating ribs and drinking beer. No close football game could have stopped me from thriving. That's true. The ribs and beer definitely improved my mood a lot. I know that. So. I'm still eating on those damn beans. <laughs> we're uh, we're getting we're getting lounge we're getting lounge tuned up for Memphis in May. How about to we say owe, we owe lounge some money this we weekend too. More, I, I thought do what? So we owe we all owe lounge some money from last weekend too. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> I, I thought we'd had more of those three racks left. There was not much left. I told you, everybody gets good and tuned up on the alcohol, and everybody gets hungry. Well, the bear munchies are a real thing. Well, we needed them because uh, it took a lot of beer to get through that game the other night. Um, let's get into it. State thirty-one, Arizona State, Arizona, not Arizona State, Mississippi State thirty-one, Arizona twenty-four. In overtime, uh, came down to a fourth down conversion for Arizona. Y'all watched the game. You know what happened. Um, I'm going to get y'all's thoughts on it, but first I want to point out a couple of stats to you. Like we talked about, Will Rogers only threw the ball 17 times, and he completed 13 of those 17 for 162 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Arizona outplayed Mississippi State in every – aspect of the game except for the final score and turnovers and rushing. That sound about right to y'all? Yep. Sounds sounds exactly right. Yep. Let me me throw some stats at you. Total yards. Arizona 431. Mississippi State 307. First downs. Arizona 23. Mississippi State, 16. Uh, Let's see here. Passing yards. Arizona, 340. Mississippi State, 162. (laughs) (laughs) Rushing yards. This is where where we picked it up. Arizona, 91. Mississippi State, 145. And, of course, turnovers, 5 to one for Mississippi State. Five turnovers Arizona uh, committed. Mississippi State only gave up one. Time of possession, Arizona 32-22, Mississippi State 27-38. So, you have the stats. What are y'all's thoughts on that? That was a horrendous scheme, horrendous play calling, like, I mean, even I heard Barbe, I think it was yesterday or today, say, he said, that's on me. So, at least I I respect him for being accountable for himself. So, that's on me. 
But we got to be way, way better this upcoming week. I mean, it's glad he'll take, you know, accountability for it because he needs to. He probably saw his Twitter mentions. Yeah, but, it, that was – Jesse, what do you – What do you? I've got a thought on this. I want to hear what you got to think first, and then I'm going to tell you all what – now that I've had time to kind of marinate, it on, marinate on it for a few days, I'll tell you what yeah, my Yeah, so my opinions. My opinion's uh, just going to be less alcohol and uh, drunken slur and cuss word fueled than it was the other night, but it's the exact same opinion I had the other night. Nine penalties. Oh, yeah, we I forgot four, about that. Yeah. We have four interceptions and a fumble recovery, and all we can muster is 307 yards. On five turnovers, all we can muster is 307 total yards of offense. I I, I don't even know. I, I don't even know where, like, uh, I don't know. If you had told me we had 307 yards of total offense, I would have told you we lost by probably four touchdowns. We were three for 11 on third downs, so that's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. They, they those a, I mean, if we don't turn them over, they probably boat race us. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Defense had a good game. Defense had a good game. I Force mean, turnovers. Consider, yeah, well, defense, linebacker 431 great, total yards. 431 total yards to that offense. That's not bad. Jaden DeLar is going to cause. Linebackers. Jaden DeLar is going to cause. Nope. Linebackers okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Linebackers had a great game. Dave's line couldn't get pressure where Jack shit. You, they Jay couldn't. Delar is going to be a problem in the Pac-12. Well, guess what? You got a problem that upcoming this week. They still, for the life of them, can't contain a quarterback inside a pocket to save their life. Just contain them and squeeze them. Don't let them get outside. I don't know. I don't know how Arnett and Brock and them still haven't figured figured this problem out. Happened last year. I'm not really sure why. I'm not really sure why you're even bringing up the LSU game. Like we have any shot in hell at winning that game. It's after the way we played last week. If we can't get more than 307 total yards against Arizona's defense, footballs. We sure as hell ain't ain't. Football's a week to week sport, Jesse. Hell. Okay, well then then I'm sure we'll be pressuring the LSU quarterback then by that logic. We won't have Hell, any problems. They might, they might, they might not. You never know. Shit. Hell, we remember sixteen we sucked at we were bad and then somehow we showed up against Texas AM, who's number four team in the country, apparently. Shit. Well that's because it's Texas AM. Shows up and he's prepared. <laughs> that's because it's Texas AM. The point remains. All right. Sloppy, sloppy play on both sides of the ball. Defense did more than enough to win the game handily. Offense yeah, we're giving, looked atrocious. Too much credit. We're giving we're giving too much the defense a little too much well, credit. So what do what do you want me to do? You want me to give the offense some credit for winning this game? Because I'll they really didn't have much to do with it. I'll give Woody Marks. Well, yeah, you got to give Woody Marks. It's like I'm going to give in the world. Hell, he's Jake the only Johnson, one that he's Sean the only one that did anything. That's why I'm going to give the linebackers credit. There were deficiencies in the secondary as well. There were. There were. I didn't say uh, defense played a perfect game. So I mean, so you can't really so you're going. You're going to give the credit to all defense. And 24 we, points. 24 <laughs> points and 431 yards. That is more than enough from the defense for us to win that game comfortably. That is more than enough. If you'd have told me they were only getting 431 yards and 24 points, I'd have said, I'm good with that. I'm good. Because we're going to score at least 38. At least 38. I think that and, the and that was – and I don't even think we'd have five turnovers. I think the concerning part of that is 
not the 24 points. I think that's a good stat, right? You held what looks to be a pretty good offense. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying it's a great offense, but I mean they're a solid, solid offense. They're probably gonna give a lot of people trouble. And you held them to 24 points. 431 tells me that our defense was on the field a lot. And yep. 431 to 307 tells me that our offense was not on the field enough. So I had some time to kind of marinate on this after Saturday. And I'm going to throw this idea out to you and see what you think about it. Every year, State does two things, right? Every year, they beat somebody they're not supposed to. And every year, they lose a game they shouldn't. By all accounts, looking at these stats and the matchup, this should have been the game we lost that we shouldn't have coming into it. I'm I'm again I'm I'm looking for the silver lining in this shitty cloud, right? I see your I see your point. I see what your if point. what if this is the game that we were supposed to lose that we what if this is the game that we were supposed to lose that we shouldn't have and we somehow squeaked by? I mean, maybe not, but I mean, maybe not. I'm still sticking with uh, we we got a long road ahead to get to a bowl game this year. There's there's a lot that's head scratching about Saturday. Why one? You know, you look at Zabion, uh, Creed Whitmore, and uh, Justin Robinson. They had one combined catch between the three of them. Yep. Um, you look at Will Rogers' stat line, 17 passes. You've got the best current passer, supposedly, the best current quarterback in the SEC, or the most, you know, numbers would say the most successful quarterback in the SEC right now looking to possibly, you know, be the SEC leader in most categories. And you only let him throw the ball 17 times. And then you bring Mike Wright in and you let him hand the ball off every time he's in, you don't utilize his legs. There were so many areas of that game the other night that sitting back and looking at it and thinking about it, you just scratch your head and you're like, what the hell was that? So, I think that that was just a complete and total breakdown. And what I'm kind of working off of right now, for once, I'm being the optimist. What I am working off of is the possibility that that was that game that we should have lost, but we didn't. We all think. Uh, oh, there's a there's a few more of those games that you should win still left in conference play that you possibly might, might lose. You just can't go. You can't have that bad of a, a play calling from Barbe ever again. Like, don't never go stubborn. So, while I understand your point, Josh, uh, I feel like that game we weren't that game we always lose that we weren't supposed to. I feel like uh, it's still ahead of us. I hope you're wrong. (laughs) I don't know if that was. I don't know if that was that game or not. I think this was a. We found out a lot about what this team is this week. Um, of course, we knew we didn't get. We didn't get any kind of insight on the team against CELA. Uh, but I feel like, uh, you know, we were thinking eight, seven to nine, eight wins comfortable this year. I'm now down to about six after that performance the other night. 
I don't think it was a flute game or anything like that. I think it was just awful play calling, not giving the ball to the playmakers. You have all the skill players on the offense, and they're not touching the ball. That you're down to six. You're down to six wins now. Probably, yeah. Okay. Do you think we're going to lose to South Carolina? Sitting here right now, yes. Really? Okay. Do you think we're going to lose to Western Michigan? No. Do you think we're going to lose to Arkansas? Mm. I'm just wanting you to think well, through I, this. Yeah, I know. I think we probably still beat Arkansas. All right. What about Auburn? I think Auburn's going to be improved by the end, but we'll probably still sneak by Auburn. What about Kentucky? Who who the hell knows the Kentucky? Texas A and M. I'm kind of in We're the losing. same. I I really don't know on that. I mean, what, yeah, I, I would not be surprised if we lost, but at the same time, I mean, you know, again, College Texas Station. A&M. College Station. We're losing. Yeah. All right, Southern Miss. Uh, we'll we'll that game's going to be closer than people. Than we originally thought, but what about uh? And then Ole Miss. I mean, it, I mean, Ole Miss didn't things look are, great against Tulane. Things are not looking good. But you know, obviously, Tulane's a good team, though. Yeah. Well, Arizona might be a good team. We don't know. Tulane returned to, a good bit from a Cotton Bowl winning team last year. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. Well, but they didn't have it. They didn't have the starting quarterback. No, but that starting that quarterback they had was pretty damn good too. So I mean, take it for what it's worth. I really don't I, know. I, if you want to take it for what it's worth, I mean, they beat a ranked opponent on the road by seventeen points. That's yeah. what it is. That's what it is. With not the start with Tulane not having the starting quarterback. But the backup played really well. I mean, it ain't like the backup went in there and played like shit. And he couldn't complete a pass and he couldn't lead the game. There, He played well. Well. I still, still. It's not like they had. Who knows? You never know. I'm just saying, I don't think that, I don't think that it's going to be, you know, I don't know that it's going to be as bad as you think it is, Jesse. We'll. Maybe we'll not. See, I hope not. But um, I hope not. Hey, it is improvement from what I was saying the other night after the game because I was giving us four wins. Yeah. So I've come up two games since then. Well, there were uh, there were a lot of really bad spots the other night, but it wasn't all bad because there were some dudes that showed out. And so with that, we can move on to a little bit happier segment where we pick our dude of the week i'm the dude so that's what you call me you know uh that or uh his dudeness or uh duder or uh you know el duderino if you're not into the whole brevity thing all right it's time for dude of the week let's get at it lounge who's your dude of the week this week that's obviously jed johnson you're damn right it is. That's mine, too. <laughs> I mean, the man was SEC co-defensive player of the week. Jet Johnson, Jet Johnson just embodies the dude. He is a dude. And he was out there everywhere. Jesse, what you what you got, dude of the week? Well, mine was obviously Jet Johnson, but I'm going to switch gears and go with my number two here, and that's Tula Griffin. Five receptions for 83 yards and two touchdowns. Yup. He got five of the 13 passes that were complete. Yep. He's a stud, uh, and he's the only he's the only playmaker that touched the ball the other night. Yeah. I will we will give so, I will give, give a, I will give a shout out to Sean Preston, who also had a pick and I think a fumble recovery, maybe. And what about I I'll give you I'll give you one more. What about Jeffrey Pittman coming in on the last offensive play for State on that screen pass and hauling ass down the sideline, made a dude miss, and got down the sideline quick right into the end zone. So, hey, 
that's the winning play of the ball game. I, I'll I'll take it. So, yeah. I got that's the thing, and that's what we've said. You got dudes. You got players. You got good players. You got playmakers. Get the ball into their hands. That's what we. Our want. coaches are not putting them in a position to be successful. So, we'll see what happens this week. So, looking forward, looking ahead to this week, we got to go through our picks. So, I updated for y'all. I did update the uh, the total scores to include the first week uh, picks. Um, and so as of now, just to review what we said last week, uh, Ole Miss at Tulane, uh, Lounge, you and Jesse picked Ole Miss. I picked Tulane and I was wrong, but it was closer. It was a lot. It was as close as I thought it was going to be for a good while until the end. I was going to say I had to sweat it out for for three quarters. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was a lot better game than, than I think a lot of people thought it was going to be. Um, all three of us picked Texas A&M, and we were all three wrong. Oh, I about to say, I got to remember, agging is a thing. Yup. Uh, all three of us picked Alabama, and we were <laughs> wrong. That one, I'm glad to be wrong. Man, I'm surprised Tuscaloosa is still standing. I can a, see smoke. I can see smoke when I'm when I go to work every morning. There's a statewide shortage on Keystone Lights and Sudafed right now over there. I guarantee you that much. They'll probably Buddy. still. They might still make the playoffs though. Oh, you know they will. They'll find a way to get them in there. Well, they, well, I mean, they dropped it down to number ten, so they got they got to run the table, in my opinion. Because since LSU dropped, hell, depends on what everybody cool. else does. Lounge, you and Jesse picked Auburn at Cal, and I picked Cal, and y'all squeaked by by the skin of your teeth, man. Auburn almost did exactly what I expected them to do. Auburn Jesus saved us. Yep, he saved you. And then Lounge, me and you picked Vandy, and Jesse picked Wake Forest. So I should have known better. I contemplated after I made that pick. With that being said, uh, our current score on Pick'em is uh, Lounge with eight, Jesse with seven, and me with four. But that's all right, because I got some ground I can make up this week because uh, some of these I'm pretty sure could go either way. So y'all ready? First up. First up, in-state rivalry, Colorado State at the Fighting Primes of Colorado. Can we really – oh, this is a tough one. What's the spread on that game? A lot, probably. <laughs> I didn't look at it, but if I had to guess, a lot. Um, Colorado. Uh, where is this at? I'm looking. It doesn't matter. It's going to be Colorado, and it's going to be big. It's going to yeah. be a blowout. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm feeling too. Um, I'm pretty sure on that one we're all taking Colorado, and that's what I expected. Well, Colorado State is awful too. Yeah, yeah. The spread so, is twenty three. Woo, buddy! What you doing, Lounge? You you, you hitting the over on that one or? Uh... That, that's yeah. easy money for me. Yeah, I'd probably take that over on that one. You don't think so? 23, yeah, I think Colorado covers. Okay. I figured. All right. We're all taking we are all taking Colorado on that one. Go buffs. Uh next up, TCU at Houston. TCU. I'm hesitant. Houston's not very good. I don't know. After what, 
Yeah, g- give me TCU. I mean, if they can put up points against Colorado and be competitive with Colorado, yeah, give me TCU. Houston squeaked by UTSA and lost to Rice. There's hey, no way uh, I'm picking uh, Houston. I told you there weren't many good games this week. <laughs> These are the best ones I could find. Most interesting. All right. Next up, Tulane at Southern Miss. I was hoping you Tulane. had this one picked. Tulane. This one's interesting. Uh I'm gonna pick Tulane, but I'm picking Tulane because they're gonna be they're going to be out for revenge on Southern Miss after last year. Southern Miss is one of their two losses last year. So they're going to be out for blood. But I think Southern Miss is going to give them a game. I think if that Tulane game and Ole Miss – Tulane and Ole Miss, if that hadn't gotten so far away in the fourth quarter last week, I would probably pick Southern Miss for this. But – I think that Tulane is going to come out and have a bounce back week this week. So this isn't no, this isn't any fun, man. We're all picking the same stuff. Just one of them weekends. All right, East Carolina at App State. App State. I had to dig way down deep for that one. Yeah, give me App State on that one, too. App State. I don't trust East Carolina. Oh, man. There, there, there are a few good games out there this week that are sneaky. They could be sneaky good. They're kind of flying under the radar. And people aren't noticing them, but they could be good games. Uh, do I go with App State? Or do I go, go different, Josh? Oh, you know what? Go with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for ECU just because I like the uh, the purple uniforms. Gotta say, if it, the only way I'm picking ECU is unless it, if this was a baseball game. Yeah. So know. we'll see. All right, last one. This is for our uh, friend Tyler Bajron. Uh, University of Louisiana Lafayette at UAB. I'll take UAB. Interesting. The fight in Trent Dilfer's. Interesting. Although I, I, I want to take UAB, but Tyler's coming to my house to stay with me this weekend. He's 6'6", 400 pounds. I'm going to take the Raging Cajuns in that one just because I don't want to have to face him after if I pick UAB. Ooh. Um, you know, I really I, – I, I'm kind of torn on this one. I don't really know which way to go, but I think I'm going to go with uh, the University of Louisiana Lafayette. Excuse me. The University, the University of Louisiana Lafayette. Um, there we go. And uh, maybe I won't see Tyler Saturday night. <laughs> well, wait, does he listen to this podcast? Occasionally. Well, maybe he'll forget this one. Or he'll, I, at least I, then I guess I'm being bold when I show up Saturday. I don't know. Are, you, are we not picking the state LSU game? We are not picking that, but we are going to talk about it. Okay, well, shit. Hey, All right, sure. Well, hold, hold on, on. hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh, you, don't want, you want to pick it? We'll pick it. Hold on, hold on. I got a few other games I want to pick. Okay, go for it. BYU at Arkansas. Ooh. Arkansas. I'm going, I'm going to Arkansas, too, but I think BYU is going to give them a game. I think it's going to be close. Yeah, um... Is Rocket Sanders back yet? He's sitting out this week. Yep. Oh, Damn it, he's man. on my fantasy team. Mm. 
I tell you what, um, now nah, give me Arkansas too. I don't trust right. the more. I don't trust the Mormons. All right, this is what I'm going to call the shit show bowl: oh, the Virginia God. Tech Hokies and the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Eesh. Where's that game? Both are, it's in Rutgers. It's in it's in New Jersey. Rutgers is two and zero right now, but they haven't played anybody, and Rutgers is Rutgers. And Virginia Tech looks awful this year. Virginia Tech just lost by a touchdown to Purdue. Give me the fighting Greg Chiano. Rup- All right, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Hokies in that one. Mm, interesting. I'm hoping they'll bounce back on that one. So Jesse's got Virginia Tech but, lounge. But, go ahead. Rutgers does look better this year than they have, which is not saying much, but still. Uh, so I picked uh, against Rutgers uh, first week of the season. I'm not doing that again. Um, I will take Rutgers in that game. All right. Okay. This is the biggest game of the weekend. The backyard brawl, Pitt and West Virginia. A literal rock fight in Morgantown or in uh... in Morgantown. Pitt is a one point favorite. Ooh. I'm taking I'm the taking, Panthers. I'm, I'm taking Pitt. Y'all are taking Pitt, both y'all. Yeah, yep. Neil Brown's on the hot seat. I don't uh, trust him. Pitt, West Virginia. You know what? I'll make it interesting. Give me, give me the Mountaineers on that one. We'll just All right. We're not going to pick Tennessee and Florida. No, we're not going to pick Tennessee. I, I, I don't think anybody <laughs> needs to pick that game. <laughs> Look, I don't think I anybody keep, needs to pick that game. If I keep, uh, you know, just adding uh, the same number to all of our stuff, it just gets a little repetitive. So we got to have some pick, yeah. bonus pick: Missouri, Kansas State. I thought about that one. Kansas State is. Uh, are they ranked? No. Yeah, they're fifth. Yeah, they're fifteenth. Fifteenth. Yeah, I think so. That's how much we can give a rat's ass by the Big Twelve. Damn, we got a lot of picks this week. All right. Well, Lance. Another one. Another one. I don't want to pick it. I don't want to pick this one, but another good game this week. It could be sneaky good. South Alabama at at Okie State. Yeah. Mm. Know about that? South Alabama. Go Jags. South Alabama's. Top two teams in the in the Sun Belt this year. They're supposed to be so, and Okie State's only a seven and a half point favorite. Mm-hmm. So that that tells you what everybody's thinking that game's going to be. So are we picking Missouri at Kansas State. If it's at Kansas State, if it's at Kansas, it at State, Kansas, State? Kansas State, I think it's in Columbia. Is it in Columbia? Okay, I don't know. I think so. Lounge, you threw that one out there. I didn't know if you knew off the top of your head. I know. I just knew. I, I just find out. Twitter, I, I just seen Twitter beef between their fan bases. It is in Columbia, in Columbia, Missouri. So Kansas give me State Kansas. And at Mizzou. Give me, give me Kansas State, regardless. The way Kansas State just beat up on Troy, I got to go Kansas State too because Troy's a. Pretty damn good team, and Kansas State just whipped them like a drum. And but yeah. but I mean, Kansas State's only a five point favorite. I mean, there's something something going on that I don't know about. And and you know, and Missouri, but Missouri, dude, they have not looked good. I don't. They have not looked good at all. When did they ever? Well, but I mean, they just beat Middle Tennessee State by four points. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not falling for that one. I'm not. I'm not taking Mizzou on that. I don't care. I'm. I'm taking. Give me K State. All right. So, do y'all want to pick our game, or do you want to just talk about it? We can just talk about it. All right. Let's do we, do we even it. have to? Do, do we even have to do that? Uh, I mean, we got to do something. Is that the, I guess that's the whole point of the podcast. Huh? I mean, yeah. That's you know, people. People listen in to hear us bitch about sports so 
I guess on some of these uh, crappy weekends, like early in the season, maybe next year we need to pick the games against the spread rather than picking the winners. Yeah, that would probably be better. All right, so let's talk about this week's game, if we have to. Uh, LSU, LSU's one and one. Take that as you will. Um, and they're coming to start. Well, uh, ESPN has them as a 67.5% chance to win. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. They're, they're looking better in a lot of different areas, except for rushing. Surprisingly enough, we're, uh, we look better in rushing yards. Just by well, when all bit. you do is run it, when all you do is run the damn ball. I mean, you're going to look better in a lot of teams than rushing yards. Yeah. Um, we also look much better in rushing yards allowed, almost by half. So defensively, we I'd say we have a little bit of edge. Offensively, surprising enough, uh, they do. So what do y'all? What's y'all's feelings for this weekend? What? I mean, besides they, the obvious, what what do we need to see? Now they gave up. I mean, they beat Grambling seventy-two to ten. Okay, but they did give up three hundred twenty yards to Grambling, one hundred sixty-three rushing and one hundred fifty-seven passing. So should be able to move the ball on them if we don't call a completely stupid game like we did this past week. Big if. Big if. I think defensively, I think we're going to be, I think we're going to be okay. I mean, you know, they, you don't really have a whole lot of, to go off of on teams LSU's played against. Because, I mean, you can't really compare your defense to I – mean, we can't really compare our defense to Grambling. I'm not really sure we can compare our defense to Florida State right now either. So, Yeah, I mean – It's it's going to – I mean, I don't really know what to expect out of our defense. We've got to, we've got to contain Jaden Daniels. I mean, that's the biggest that's, thing. That's make a him, huge thing. Make that's him what... beat you. Make him beat you in the air. And if he beats you in the air, he beats you. And that just is what it is. That's what bit us hey, in the ass nothing, last year. There's nothing, there's nothing you can do about it if he beats you in the air. But you got, you better contain him and stop him from running. Yeah, I said, Jesse just made my point for me. I said, I just want to say this: actually, contain. Let us. I can. I, if, like you said, if Daniel's beats us to there, I can go home and sleep a little better knowing, hey, he beat us. The way he's supposed to earn it, but and we got we got to find a way to get pressure without losing containment. So that's kind of what I want to see from the defense defensive side of the ball. No offense, Barbe, as we just beat into the ground, give your best playmakers the ball, not just one or two of them, please. Please, I, I mean, like you know, like y'all are saying, LSU. I think defensively, I definitely feel like we, like I said, I mean, we definitely got the edge defensively, and I feel like their defense is not quite as good, especially as quite as good as it has been in years past. Um, but. You got to do something different than you did last weekend. That's that's all I know to tell you. I mean, it's – I still – I feel like we're three weeks in and we still don't really know for sure what this team is. First thing we got to do is uh, clean up the damn nine penalties. Yeah. I mean, you go from one penalty in week well, one to nine penalties in week two. Whew. That's, that's not good. LSU's, LSU's had four all season. So – they're they're pretty they're a pretty tight football team. They don't they don't give you much. Yeah. So 
I don't know. I mean, Jalen Daniels, he's, he's got 615 yards uh, passing, but six touchdowns. Um, Will Rogers, he's got 389. I mean, you know, last, last weekend didn't help that. Uh, five touchdowns. So they're they're close in number of touchdowns, but Will Rogers, no interceptions. Didn't, you know, I don't jinx him, but um, yeah, I think I think it it really just comes down to play calling, and if you adjust this week and give Rogers the chance, does he capitalize on it? Does he make the throws? Or does he continue to miss open receivers like we've seen him do a couple times this year already? I think you got to give him the chance, at least. If you're going to have him in there, don't just have him in there just to hand the ball off. Yeah. Give him the chance to make the play, at least, and let's see what he's got. That's my two cents on it. Yeah. That's about what it's worth. I think I'm hoping Jaden Delara gives the defense something to game plan against. The game last week with Jaden Delara gives them something to plan against for Jaden Daniels. I think you've got as a similar as, style quarterback there. So, yeah. Right. As far as, you know, a running quarterback, it's very dangerous on his feet and, and can and can throw the ball too. I mean, they can beat you through the air. But, yeah, Dan, Daniels is a better. You got to pick your poison. Ball. In my opinion, I don't know. Hell, there was a couple times the other night where it looked like Delara was just throwing the ball wherever the hell he wanted to. They had a crap ton of passing yards. There also were several times the other night where he threw it straight to our guys. So I mean that helped too. But you know, at, later on in the game, it was not going well. Um, yeah, clean up the penalties, fix the offense, defense. Keep doing what you've been doing. <laughs> No, not not a big deal. Just clean up the penalties and totally fix the offense. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. The small Just stuff. Do what you did last week, except the except the exact opposite. Yeah, for offense, not for defense. Defense, I am good. Yeah, yeah. You give up twenty four points to LSU, I'm fine with that. As long as you score twenty five or more, preferably more, so I don't die of a heart attack. Well, lucky for me, I will probably be working. Uh, at least for the beginning of the game on on Saturday. So, uh, lucky for you, you'll be working. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the sarcasm there was real. So, uh, there's that. Yeah, I'm not really I'm not very excited about the game this weekend. Uh, I don't have high hopes, so I'm I'm really just uh, I'm glad the game's at eleven. Um. That gives you plenty of time to drink the pain away. Yeah. I mean, it gives me time to watch a lot more football and hopefully deaden the uh, deaden the pain a little bit before I go to bed Saturday night. Well, there's uh, four unbeaten teams in the SEC West. Uh, and Alabama's not one of them. And neither is LSU. So, we'll see what happens. Yep, Maybe they also will. played. They also played top ten teams, guys. And they also played Grambling. Well, we played Selah and Arizona. I Not, think Selah. Really... I think I think Selah beats Grambling. Hey, what did what did Florida State do this past weekend? Did Florida State win again? Beat the hell out of Southern Miss. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like sixty six to thirteen, I think. Who the hell scheduled that game? Like, how did that get to be a thing? I don't know. That seems like. I mean, like it was we a money grab. It was a money game. Like it seems like we were talking about a couple weeks ago, back when we scheduled West Virginia. I mean, granted, Florida State is. I mean, West Virginia is not quite Florida State. Shit, back then they were, but. Yeah, no shit. Back but, when we played them, they were a top five team. But when these games were scheduled, they probably it was probably in a down year, couple down years for Florida State there. You know, after post Jimbo, so I think uh, I think that year we went to Morgantown, and played West Virginia. I think it was thirty eight to nothing at the end of the first quarter. 
Oh, we got we got we got a mud hole stomping our ass those those games. That was not and good. it didn't get any better the next year when they came to Starville. Nope. No, it did not. So all right. We got one more thing to do. And it's not like we hadn't been doing it uh the whole podcast. But we got to get some stuff off our chest. Um, it's time now for the airing of grievances. Welcome, newcomers. <laughs> the tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. All right. It's time for the airing of grievances. We've got problems. Y'all are going to hear about them. Lounge, who you got a problem with this week? Uh, it's not much this week. I probably should have put them on. It probably had, it was more after after we recorded last week. It's the people trying to shame the fans not going to the games. Oh, you stole mine, man. Don't be shaming I'm about to say. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty you can't you can't shame people for not going. I get it. But there's some People are saying, oh, that's not an excuse. That's not an excuse. Bull, bullshit. It's a, it's a, you, of course, y'all know because y'all try, y'all used to set up tailgates, but they made it so difficult to get to where you're usually trying to tailgate at. That's exactly and, mine. That's a, go ahead, Lounge, but you're, you're hitting right on exactly what I was going to talk about. Go it's ahead. almost impossible now. That's, that was mine also is, People are shaming folks for not coming to the games and not showing up. You've made it so difficult. One, it's expensive. I mean, and, you know, some of us ain't trying to pay that much money to go see a team that we're not quite sure what they're going to be yet. It's way easier to sit on the back porch and grill something and watch them on TV where I've got my own beer that's already paid for. Um but the other thing is the tailgating. We, we used to go out there every weekend and tailgate. And they have made it virtually impossible unless you're using Southern Traditions tailgate and paying them $3,500 a year, which I'm kind of curious is how much the university is getting back out of that. Seems like a little bit of a money grab to me, but I digress. So unless you're using them, there's not really a whole lot you can do anymore They've made it hard to get on and off of campus. Just a pain in the ass these days. So, well, so and some of us, I, I've never been a fan of big crowds. First, that that's my personal thing. Like people were excited for the, like the sixteen thousand of the baseball game. That was absolutely miserable. You could not move. I literally, when I mean you could not move two feet, you literally could not move two feet. I'm like, it's just, it's not just big crowds aren't my thing. Yeah. Well, and the whole reason you had that problem at the baseball game was because uh, when they redesigned the stadium, they didn't make it where you know there were seats for normal fans. There if is no drop, general admission seating. If you didn't, if you didn't drop twenty five hundred dollars on a chair bag plus the price of the ticket, or have a suite or a lounge or a loft, you're standing. This this is uh, this could be another Aaron grievance. Yeah, we could have a whole we could have a whole damn episode on this stuff. But that the athlete, athletic departments are so gosh damn greedy. You do you not like people at the, at the games? Like, stop trying to t- just be greedy and try to get as much money as you can for people. And you know what the ironic part of it is. The whole tradition of the left field lounge and stuff like that started by people coming out there and just pulling their trucks up because they didn't have seating. And now yeah. look, look at what it is. I mean, it's a yeah. great tradition, but you know, it, it's it, it's it's all throughout the athletic department. Unless you're paying for premium seating or premium tailgating, you know, it is what it is. So. Hey, we were all on the same page. That was like the only time tonight we all agreed. Man, that could be that could be our agreements about every week. Yeah, it it hit me especially this week though, Lounge, because I heard the same shit you did. So, um, they tried to come at me, and I said, "I said, 
Y'all ain't gonna try to make me feel bad. <laughs> I had I had a great I had a great time Saturday not going to the game. I missed the tailgating, but it's man, it's just it's so the much prep and the afterwards is just a pain in the ass too. It's so much damn work, and now where the we're biggest at, downfall to tailgating is getting off of campus, packing up and getting off of campus afterwards. You well, can't get your vehicle back to your tailgate to pack up. Yeah, but well, now you can't even get your vehicle to your tailgate to unpack, so you're screwed both ways. Yep, and I heard the crowd at the, in the junction Saturday for a six thirty game against a Pac twelve opponent was not good. I wonder why. Maybe the exact shit that we've been talking about. But that's not my airing of grievance this week. Well, go for it. What's yours? Kevin Barbe. Huh? I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Stop it. Print it. We're through. That's it. I mean, and I hope next it. week, I really hope next week he can be my dude of the week. But right now he's my area of grievances. You know. But I, you I, just I, said he's, you're done. Huh? But you just said you're d- you're done. I'm not done with him. He's our offensive coordinator. I'm done with my airing of grievances. I don't feel like there's any reason for me to explain why oh. Kevin Barbe is my airing of grievances. Oh, I'm about to say, like, oh, damn, after two games. Let me refer you. Let me refer you to 6.30 p.m. Saturday night. Roll the tape. Roll the tape. Yeah. Um, before we get out of here, uh, nobody talked about it, but uh, – what about Arnett dropping the f bomb on uh, SEC Network the other day in the post game? Oh, that was awesome. That's the good stuff. That was I'm about awesome. To say, he probably was about to get ready to go drop it to his team. In the locker room. Oh, buddy! Oh no, he seemed he seemed pretty happy with the team. Well, that's just for the cameras. Yeah, I hope so. The whole but time he was right. He was right, and their game plan was not good. He was right about that. Yeah, well, we were watching. Well, we, we, we were watching we that, ca- and I was like, "Oh shit!" Well, we ca- we kind of knew there'd be some bumps along the way with this new coaching staff, didn't we? Or at least I did. Oh yeah, I mean, you got to expect it. But you come out at, against Ceylon, have one penalty, and you think, okay, they've got the communication at least figured out. Uh, and then you get nine this week. All I know is you better run a road grader over them damn bumps here in the next three days. <laughs> Smooth them bitches out. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a a tough Saturday afternoon this week. I'll be out there bright and early. Well, y'all drink a cold beer for me this weekend. Let's get out of here. All right, guys. Thanks everybody for tuning in. It's been Prisoners of the Moment Podcast. For Lounge Dog and Jesse Young, I'm Josh Watson, and we will see you next time.